0: This is Brunch with the Hollowells, and here's a quote from Rob.
1: I am a creature of grief and dust and bitter belongings. There is an empty place within me where my heart once was. Where is that from?
0: I have no idea.
1: Okay, so this is a show that we have used before, but I'm very, very surprised we have not used this character yet. This is Regina Mills, aka the Evil Queen, on Once Upon a Time.
0: Oh, I still haven't watched that last season.
1: Uh, well, hmm, you're not, okay. <laughs> There's no real Rush, but I will say this, they're about to do a virtual experience i don't think it's from wizard world but they are doing a lot to where they're like donating to charity and things like that so i don't know if it's something that you have to pay for but as far as the last season i wouldn't say that you're in a huge rush to watch it and it doesn't look like people are really talking about what happened so take your time watch it when you can but it is a series that you should definitely finish. Um, the last season was not a total farce. It just was very, very different and and very hard to get used to. But some of the likenesses, I think, were still really good. So, yeah, watch it when you can. But, I mean, Regina, seriously. Right. One of the best <laughs> witches ever on the TV screen. I mean, she is just so impactful of, like, female power confidence and she made evil look so goddamn hot um really quick before we go on what did you think of her transformation to being sort of a hero Uh, the theme obviously was you know not you know everybody deserves a second chance and you know you're not who everybody says you are and yada yada but did we want her to stay evil or do we like how she transitioned into this supportive character
0: um, I would say I think the reason we love her is because she did turn good and was kind of um, kind of like Emma Frost where she never really got the trust of those around her and she had to work harder to like be accepted by them. So I think that's the reason why we love those characters because they're the bad girls who are never quite accepted. So I think it rings like a small bell in our head of like, you know, when we were growing up, we weren't fully accepted being like the little weird gay kids. So I think that's why I love her.
1: Yeah, she's such an amazing character. guy. I love her. Well, anyways, that is our highlight witch of the week. Uh, Sean, what do you got going on? What's going on? So I don't know
0: if you saw Rob. I have very mixed feelings. Um, they announced officially a sequel today. Today's Tuesday. And they announced the director that is now attached to it. The long, not very much awaited sequel to Labyrinth is finally going to happen. It's I in the read ha- about that. Okay, so you saw it. It's in the mm-hmm. hands of um, the Henson Company, which is good, and at least we have the daughter of Jim Henson like attached to it, and Brian Henson's attached to it, and Scott Derrickson, who did Doctor Strange, which I love that movie, is attached, so I'm hopeful, since it's all like, good people that I respect that are doing it, that they'll do well by it but I think David Bowie made Labyrinth what it is so without David Bowie like what are they going to do to make this one shine
1: so I was thinking about this all morning because you know it really gave me you know yeah I was in a moment (laughs) and (laughs) I had to really process this news and so here's the thing I, I am not super opposed to another film my thing is like you said Bowie is Bowie we don't necessarily have an attachment on the Goblin King. We have an attachment to Bowie and what he did for Jareth. So Jareth is a very unique concept. And if you read the same article that I did, they already have somebody in the works. And from the choice that they are looking at, they're trying to recreate him. And I just don't see the point in that. So, Well, first of all, they were thinking Alexander Skarsgård because obviously he would look amazing in tights and show the bulge, and yes. But, you know, obviously they're trying to go for this same look or whatever. Now, I personally do not need the Goblin King to be in the second one. I I wouldn't even know what it's about. If they needed to keep him in, I would prefer a sequel. And I would like to know how Ludo was captured and hung upside down. (laughs) <laughs> I would like to know how Huggle became such a fucking Debbie, Debbie Downer. I, you know, there's a lot. I mean, obviously, Sarah's not the first trick to go down this path. I'm sure he's put that same routine on a lot of girls and maybe even a dude. Who knows? I would love to know when this all started. And if not, a different villain, a different labyrinth. I'm totally cool with that. But do we want a musical though?
0: I definitely want a musical. And the way I've digested this, you're kind of on the same page. I'm like, throw Lady Gaga in there. Give me like a female goblin queen who can sing and who's iconic for our generation. I don't need Jareth. Like you said, I want someone new and someone that this, you know, the kids of this generation look back and they're like, oh, do you remember Lady Gaga? She was hot back then. She's a legend.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I have not watched the latest Netflix series, Dark Crystal, but it seems to be getting quite the buzz and very much respect in use of the puppeteering and and special effects. So I'm not worried that they can't pull this off. It is literally the story that is freaking me out. And different from you, Sean, I don't want a musical. I I just want a very whimsical fantasy, maybe a little darker, with the same essence of this whole labyrinth thing and just meeting a whole bunch of fucked up characters. Um, If they do a musical, that's great. I don't mind that. I just, I don't know. There's something about leaving all of that to Bowie and just wrapping it up and going in a different direction. But I'm awaiting to see what they do with this.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm not, like you said, I'm not opposed to it. I'm just... Scared, I think, but you make a good point about Dark Crystal, because I know people like me, I didn't love Dark Crystal, and I know other people who also didn't love it that watched the prequel series, and they love the prequel series.
1: Mm Mm-hmm, yeah, 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 well, I just wanted to throw one other thing out there, and that's the Motherland Fort Salem show, they just ended their first season, and they did get renewed for a second, and it is well-deserved. I think the show is super smart. It's very now, it's very modern. I also think um, for a show like Freeform and this is no shade, but it is geared towards a young audience. but I think grown ass adults can definitely watch this show and it deals with a lot of heavy issues and, i enjoyed it i love the characters i think they're fascinating and there's so much more to explore so congratulations to motherland fort salem for getting another season and again um yeah it's very well deserved
0: very nice i'll finish it one day i promise
1: yeah (laughs) all right so should we get to our episode
0: let's get to it
1: okay we are doing episode 19 of season four. This is we're off to see the wizard. And I have to say it like that. How else can you say that? <laughs> <laughs> um, this originally aired April 25th. This is in 2002. It was written by Alison Skapeker and Monica Breen. Directed by Timothy Lonsdale with special guests. Armin Shimmerman as the wizard. Michael Des. Barris as our Dark Prince priest, uh, Deborah Kellner as Julie, and Debbie Morgan back as the seer. This episode scored 4.2 million viewers.
0: Cole is preparing to be crowned as the new source, which will give him the full powers of the underworld. A wizard is outside, the last one left alive. He conjures an illusion of one of the guards and fakes an arrest. The wizard says he is here for revenge and escapes. He tries to grab the grimoire, a sort of evil book of shadows that only evil beings can touch.
1: So do you think the book in Hocus was a grimoire? Or is it the grimoire? I don't know if there's more than one book, but would you say that's the same thing?
0: I would say that's the same thing. If it's not, then they're like very close cousins.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. So... You texted me and said you recognize someone. <laughs> so which one did you point? Um, did you recognize?
0: I recognized and he must be a good wizard because he got eaten by hyenas and lived through it to be in. Oh, I just saw the other one. Ha, I didn't <laughs> notice him the first time. Um, yeah. So Principal Snyder from Buffy's in this.
1: Yes, that's Armin Shimmerman. What did you think about this whole like lighter side of him?
0: It was fun, yeah, because he's always been such a jerk on, he was just in the first season of Buffy, but um, yeah, he was fun in this.
1: I know that he was in a Star Trek show, I forget which one, because I don't watch it, but... (laughs) Uh, I don't know if he's typecast or anything, but I never really pictured him this way. But I definitely recognized him right away when he appeared the very first time I watched it. And it was so crazy to watch this side of him. But um, yeah, I thought he was cool. And-, and I told you there was a second person you should have recognized. And it looks like you just, just zip past you.
0: Yeah, so I didn't notice him on the first watch, but so the listeners know, I turn on the episodes on silent as we're recording, just so I can keep it fresh in my mind, and since Rob told me there's two, as I'm watching, I just saw Genghis Khan show
1: up. (laughs) Yes, Genghis Khan. So there is this character actor named Al Leong, or Young, or Leong, yeah, and this man can be found in almost every single 80s action movie you can think of, including one of my favorite movies ever, Big Trouble in Little China. Um, for the most part, he doesn't have um, a lot of speaking roles, but he plays like one of the best henchmen you will ever see on the silver screen. And some other titles include, like Sean said, Genghis Kong, which was from Bill and Ted. He was also in Die Hard and Lethal Weapon, and much, much more. But Al spoke in this one, like, a lot. (laughs) He had more than one line to say, and I gotta say, his voice was not what I expected (laughs) hearing (laughs) again. But um, yeah, I recognize him right away when I see him, and he is still out there working. I saw on his IMD page he still has, like, two um, more sort of projects coming up so good for him by the way but yes i love the guy (laughs) so in this episode we are talking about one of the bodyguards and if you remember in the episode charmies he's the one that got his head cut off because he fucked up and lost the wizard he was also the one that was illusionally cloned so if that gives you any perspective as to which bodyguard we're referring to Alright, so Paige and Piper are not sure how to tell Phoebe that Cole has turned back to evil. While Paige is convinced Cole is a demon again, Piper only thinks that Cole is working with demons. They visit Phoebe at her and Cole's apartment, and Phoebe tells them that she's pregnant. Cole then returns home, and Phoebe hasn't told him she's pregnant, so Paige orbs herself and Piper out, not having told Phoebe of their suspicions about Cole. Cole has brought lunch, but Phoebe has to run back to work. She's on a deadline. Cole can tell something's up. And so he demands that Phoebe tell him what's going on. Phoebe admits that she's pregnant just as the elevator door closes. Okay. So Phoebe, you are not Anastasia Steele from 50 shades of gray. You do not get to do elevator exits like she can only she can. Okay. (laughs) And Sean, is that really an appropriate way to say this? Like I understand I'm not a woman so I can't, you know, and I understand for TV's sake this is drama, but it, you know in in reality is it appropriate to tell somebody like oh I'm pregnant and then just leave? No.
0: They need time to like figure out cuz I feel like that's very loaded. Like I had one of my um Workers once told me she was pregnant, and I gave the whole like, oh, that's so awesome. Aren't you happy? And I could tell, oh, wait, you're not happy. And she's like, I can't afford this. It wasn't planned. And she was like really sad about it. So I feel like somebody telling you they're pregnant, you need to like digest and figure out how they feel about it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So she leaves, goes to work, expecting not to talk about it. It's a good thing that he is who he is because I would have, if she'd have came home, I'd have been like, how dare you? And since you like to process things all by yourself, you can handle this baby on your own. You go ahead and go to the appointment. No, I'm playing. I'm totally playing. But (laughs) honestly, like what a way to break it. And to me, that tells me you're not really happy about this either because you're leaving in this sort of funk or this weird, unhappy, like non-joyous thing when you have to like escape and like, I don't know. It was just a really weird moment.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, Phoebe's weird this whole season, so there. <laughs> yeah. At the manor, Piper and Paige are concerned that Phoebe's baby might be a demon. <laughs> Only <laughs> on Charmed. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> My niece or nephew may be a demon. <laughs> Piper initially doesn't think Phoebe is in any danger. Cole couldn't bring himself to hurt her even when he was built to czar. Just when they're seeking Leo's opinion... The wizard runs into the manor, pursued by one of the source's guards. The guard vanquishes the wizard, and Piper blows the demon up. Suddenly, the wizard appears in the manor, as it was all an illusion. He tells him that he wants revenge on the source for killing his kind centuries earlier. He also tells them the source isn't dead, but was reborn into a new body and is due to be crowned tonight. He wants Piper, Page, and Leo's help to steal the grimoire. The source must lay his hand on the grimoire as he takes his oath or he won't get his full powers. Leo goes to warn the elders.
1: Okay, so what powers are left? I mean, Cole has been able to do everything. (laughs) I mean, everything. Between the... What do I have here? He conjures, he projects things, he can throw fire anywhere. I mean, the man literally, he makes beepers go off, Sean. I mean, what other powers does he need to fall into? This <laughs> I can only imagine. Wizards are seen as very horrible, disgusting human beings, just like genies were. I'm starting mm-hmm. to see a little bit of a pattern here about the male magical beings in this show. I don't know. What do you think about the whole wizard thing being very sort of endangered species and, and evil.
0: Yeah, we we don't have a very good track record in this show. We have the wolf. We still got the wolf who is a good guy. Yes. yes. <laughs> but yeah, I guess um, white lighters are always seen as good. But you're right. Besides white lighters and the wolf, we, <laughs> they've all been jerks.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I'm sure there are a lot of male witches in the show that, you know, will end up, you know, coming out and and just being, you know, good and whatnot. It's just funny. I thought we would get, like, not a Merlin-like character, but just, like, you know, like, people like Merlin are cool. They ended up to be good. It sucks that wizards kind of suck on this show.
0: Now, you would be so proud of me, Rob, because the minute the wizard showed up at the manor, I was like, he knows what Cole looks like. He knows what the source looks like. (laughs) This is the episode. (laughs) (laughs)
1: yeah so they explain oh i think we get into it julie shimmers into cole's apartment while he's looking for baby things online he tells her that phoebe is pregnant and wants to keep up appearances julie tells cole that she's worried about phoebe's influence on him and it only grow it can only grow um during her pregnancy Julie suggests that Cole dump Phoebe and make her queen instead. Okay, what a bold-ass move to just put it all out there like that. And what did you expect him to say? Like, you've done enough for him to just drop this woman he's been with for two years? Like, she, she really went for it. I You know, I gotta give her points for that. I'm surprised she didn't get vanquished or fired at that moment. You see how he still kept her on payroll. What do you think of, like, Cole just being like, whatever?
0: Yeah, I thought, well, actually, my initial thought, which I mean, I saw where that storyline went, was that Cole was going to eventually go for it, because I'm like, ain't no way Phoebe's going to have no evil baby. So they're going to find some way to take that baby away from her. But um, yeah, that's where I was. (laughs)
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) So Phoebe is trying to string together a new column. Her old one got spiked at the last minute. Paige arrives and tells her that the source has been reborn and they need her to stop the coronation. Phoebe wants to warn Cole but Paige tells her that she met the vampire who attacked her through Cole and that Cole has turned back to evil. Phoebe finds it very hard to believe and she goes back to the apartment to prove that he's human, only finds Cole decorating the bedroom with balloons and baby stuff and flowers and everything seems normal. So what this synopsis doesn't have in here is that the minute um, they said that a new source was going to be reborn, Phoebe was like, yeah, why not? Just let them do it. We'll deal with it later. And so she felt weird saying it, but it came out of her mouth. It was already said, like Twitter, can't take it away. Sean, (laughs) did you have any idea where that was coming from? Like, did you assume that it was the baby?
0: Um, I would say at that moment in time, no, but as the episode went on, yes.
1: Okay. Now, what do you think about Paige spilling the beans? I was so
0: mad at her right when she did that. I'm like, (laughs) you never put somebody else's name in because now Phoebe's just going to get mad at Piper.
1: (laughs) He, she straight up brought Piper into this. Mm-hmm. I was like, if you want to fuck up, that's fine. But she was like, Piper thinks it too. I was like, how dare you? <laughs> was so pissed. But you know what?
0: Uh, I used to be that person, Rob. I used to like tell other people how people felt, and it never ends well because then like they just either confront that person or they just get mad at the person. So I just find tricky ways to get people to confront each other or talk to each other now.
1: <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, I wasn't too happy about this. I understand that Phoebe was very insistent on being like, just tell me what you're thinking. I don't really care about blah, blah, blah. She could have just kept her mouth shut. These are grown ass people. It's whatever. But so she goes home, Phoebe, and she's going through Kyle's Kyle. Whoa. <laughs> I don't know where that name came from. She's going through Cole's stuff, like digging in his work um, bag and and just looking at files and stuff. Now, this was very triggering to me because I dated somebody, and I'm sure I shared this story on here before. This man went through my phone while I was in the shower, and I was livid, and I was expected to get over it right after he told me. I didn't have any time or was given any like amount of space to just deal with what was just told to me, Of course, we didn't stay together that long afterwards. But how do you feel about like a significant other going through like your dresser drawers or your work bag or your phone or things like that?
0: Um, I don't like it. And but I'll be honest, I did do it to one of my boyfriends that I was with a long time, the same one that proposed with the lasagna. And -hmm. the only reason why I did it after years of being with him is I suspected that. There was foul play, and there was, so I think when trust is broken, um, if you're not getting answers, then people are driven to doing stuff like that, but I haven't done it to anybody else, and I don't condone it, but I think people do it for a reason.
1: Okay, fair. Well, I will say this. This man had his suspicions, and they were completely untrue. He just didn't trust me.
0: Yeah, I figured that of you. I didn't think there would be foul play on your end, but I know you
1: very well. But
0: yeah, I I think some people are just very jealous by nature and they do stuff like that, but I don't think it's right.
1: Boo, boo.
0: (laughs) Piper isn't happy that Paige told Phoebe of their suspicions. The wizard has created an illusion of the coronation site. The wizard wants to distract the guards. Piper and Phoebe will keep everyone else busy and Paige will grab the grimoire. That word only comes up when it's my reading. It never comes up for you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: mm.
0: Phoebe comes back to the manor and agrees to join her sisters in stopping the coronation.
1: Okay, so at this point, we they're doing their little test run, and they have this faceless figure because he didn't get a good look at him which is warranted. He he didn't see him at the time. So they covered up his identity thus far. You don't call shenanigans on this, do you?
0: No, I don't. And you know why? Because Cole isn't much to look at. So there's nothing really memorable. <laughs> <about> <laughs> his face. You're horrible. You're <laughs> horrible.
1: Okay, moving on. <laughs> Final preparations are underway for the coronation when the wizard shows up. The guards chase him and Cole flames away just as the sisters orb in. Let's talk about how long this orb was. This was the <laughs> longest orbing in I've ever seen in my life. This man had time to eat lunch and go through the coronation twice before they orbed it. Did you see how much warning he got to get away?
0: Yeah, he that was it, very slow. It's like when he had the book slowly come into his hands. <laughs>
1: I was like, how convenient, (laughs) how convenient. But I understand it's just to prolong the inevitable. Piper blows up one of the guards while Phoebe engages another. The dark priest technically knocks Paige to the ground and Leo is still spraying people with holy water. This little, no, I'm totally kidding. (laughs) Um, The wizard creates an illusion of coal to throw the guards off the scent, then zaps them with his staff. Phoebe finishes off one of the guards while Piper blows up the dark priest. Phoebe spots a guard about to ambush Paige with an energy ball and points uh, him out. Suddenly, a stream of fire shoots out of her hand and vanquishes the guard. Paige orbs the grimoire into her magic sack and the sisters orb out while the wizard flashes out behind them. So two things that I really liked about this scene, um, the same rule applied just like the Book of Shadows, good people cannot touch the book, so it protects itself just like the Book of Shadows does. I was actually looking for that, and during their practice run, they actually implemented that fact. so I thought that was great. Then we see that Phoebe can throw fire. What did you think about that, Sean? Was that a shock to you, or what were you thinking?
0: It was a shock, but I knew why right away.
1: Okay. I miss watching these with
0: you because I call stuff out to Anthony, but it doesn't count because he's not you.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love the fact that when they get back to the manor, though, they are like, okay, we got to destroy this book, and they're just going about their business. No one gives a shit about the fact that Pho- that Phoebe just threw fire. First of all, I don't really see, again, and I've expressed this fire is not really a very good defensive power. If you have the power of fire, I think you're evil. That's just like an acid spitting mutant. I don't see them being good in nature. So, you know, help me out here. Am I wrong? Are there any good fire people out there?
0: Yes, there's Firestar and there's also a sunspot with his beautiful
1: ass oh god i love sunspot was he ever evil um
0: (laughs) that's a very loaded question because yes (laughs) and no there was like an evil version of him named rainfire and it was supposed to be like a demented like split personality but it ended up they changed it to being his dad later
1: okay that's fair Hey, I, you know, I don't know the whole mythology. It's just fire just, just, yes, it it lights things up, but it's very death. Like, what do you do with fire except for maim and murder and kill? (laughs) Oh, human torch. Oh, yeah. But he's a douche. But he's a hot (laughs) douche. He (laughs) can clean me out. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay, go on. Okay.
0: Back at the manor, Piper wants to destroy... There's that word again, the grimoire. Phoebe is worried. Her new flame throwing power didn't feel right to her. Piper isn't concerned since Phoebe's past self could throw fire as well. Phoebe reminds Piper that her past self was evil. She wants to talk to Cole about it. Cole smashes his fist through a window in anger. Julie <laughs> shimmers...
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Sean, I don't know where you are in the episode right now, in the background, but just the way that Cole punched that window was so cheesy and weird, and it it just didn't even look out of anger. It looked like he just stood there, and the director was like, action, and then he just punches the window. It looked weird, and I laugh at him.
0: Oh, oh, I think I see it coming up. Okay, I'll keep an eye for it. Okay. Um, Julie shimmers in. She already knows the grimoire has... Oh. It does look like that. He just
1: it's <laughs> weird, isn't it?
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's
1: so weird.
0: He, he doesn't look angry at all. He looks like he's just looking at a text, and he's like, oh, yeah, it's just a smash a window. <laughs> oh,
1: God. Anyways. <laughs>
0: Julie shimmers in. She already knows the grimoire has been stolen. Cole wonders how Julie could possibly know when the seer shimmers in. She was the one who told Julie. The seer tells Cole that she's concerned Cole's human half is growing too strong. Julie offers to try again, and Cole realizes that she was really there to seduce him away from Phoebe. Julie again asks Cole to make her his queen, but Cole turns her down. The Seer sends Julie away and tells Cole that his love for Phoebe could cost him everything.
1: So the Seer is back after a couple of episodes gone. Good to see that she still had her fingers in the plan all along. She was the one who sent Julie to seduce him. What do you think about this? This is, again, more insubordination and doing shit behind the sources back.
0: Right. He can't trust her. She's doing so much. But again, I think he's just stuck with her because he needs her.
1: Didn't she see this coming that Cole would reject her? I mean, you would think she would look far enough into the future to figure out who could seduce him away from Phoebe, but I, I don't know. Seer rules and things, I, you know, I th- obviously anything that she sees can be prevented, but it's just funny. I just think it's funny. But again, she's a very clever woman, she just always has a leg up.
0: Yeah, and sometimes with like seer people, like I'm rereading Spider-Man right now and Madam Web is a seer and like he tries to get her help and she can't always see stuff. So they at least explained it in that. Maybe it's similar to the seer here where like the closer it gets to it or how attuned it is to actually happening in the future, since most times the future is like a changing thing.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. So just then, Phoebe arrives and the seer shimmers out. Phoebe tells Cole about the flame throwing and uh, her worries. He tries to reassure her, but she touches him and has a premonition. Sean, oh my god. Okay, so she sees Cole throwing fireballs, working with the seer and other demons, killing demons and flaming out. And Phoebe realizes her sister was right all along. Cole is a demon. Horrified, she runs out of the apartment. Kudos to her for getting the fuck out of there. But Sean, she finally finds out about Cole. Was this the way that you pictured it? Did you figure it to be like this? Do you think it's anticlimactic or is it poetic justice?
0: Um, I think it's a little anticlimactic because like she's been sleeping with him, so obviously she's touching him. So the only thing that I could think of to like excuse it and make sense of it is that because her eyes have been open for the truth like maybe her power works off of like it needs something to like baseline you know like Cole might be evil maybe we should search for that so I'm just gonna go with that as the reason that it happened now
1: so I I'll probably bring this up in the notes later but I'll go ahead and tell you now since you've thought about this so towards the beginning of the storyline where the seer comes in and she talks about how the source has a lot of control over Cole at the moment, his human half, and that any type of premonition that she could pull off of him is blocked by the source's power. And as time goes on, Cole's love for Phoebe continues to grow even more which allowed for the source to get weaker, thereby a premonition was able to be um, pulled out. Does that make sense?
0: Oh, okay, I see. So the source is the power that's blocking it, but since Cole is more and more in control, the source's power is weakened?
1: Exactly, yes. Which is why this coronation needs to happen now, which is why the seer tried to get Phoebe away from him This whole time, as quick as possible, because Cole's love for her just continues to grow. So he's been blocking those premonitions this whole time. Interesting. Yeah. All right, so Piper has tried several potions on the grimoire, but none of them have worked. The wizard suggests keeping it, but Piper and Paige won't hear of it. Just then, Phoebe arrives at the manor and tells her sisters that Cole has turned evil again. Leo ords back in and tells the sisters that this wizard might not only be evil, but could be trying to become the new source and use his powers to revive his people. Leo and the sisters rush into uh, to um, to confront the wizard, but he disappears along with the grimoire. That slimy Lord of the Rings wannabe used us. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, did you pick up on the glitch?
0: No. The wizard?
1: You didn't pick that up? Just those repeated same words, same tone?
0: No, I guess I just wasn't paying attention to him.
1: I love it. I love it. All right, fair enough. So Cole is ready to get ready for the coronation, but is worried that Phoebe knows he's a demon again. The seer tells him not to be concerned, but Cole wants to um, but Cole wants to find her. The seer doesn't want Cole to risk being killed by the wizard, but Cole is apparently willing to die. Or at the very least, get the source out of him in order to get Phoebe back. I love this line. He was like, let him have it. I don't give a fuck anymore. I want my girl back. That, you know, it's not like he was like struggling and like clinging to some life and could barely move or anything. Like this was a pivotal moment for him to where it's like, I love Phoebe. His human half was really in control But something about that line I just really enjoyed. Just the fact that he's willing to give it all up after all this drama.
0: Mm -hmm. The sisters and Leo are at Cole's apartment, but Cole isn't there. Julie shimmers in. She tells Phoebe she can't allow her to turn Cole back to good and throws an energy ball at her. Phoebe levitates out of the way and throws fire at Julie. Julie cartwheels out of the way. Phoebe throws fire. (laughs) Yep, you hear it. (laughs) so let's talk about that real quick since it's already making me laugh usually these fight scenes are pretty badass but this one had Anthony and I like cracking up because it just looks so staged and so funny
1: (laughs) I just like how the two sister oh yeah well Phoebe was like oh it's my fight and whatever but I, yeah these cartwheels and doing all these things in like these tight ass like skirts and clothes and stuff like I just think it's funny i just Mm -hmm. think it's funny but you know every demon has martial arts training every (laughs) demon knows how to dodge fireballs and do cartwheels at the same time like they all went to gymnastics school like it's so funny
0: it just looked funny too because the cartwheel like came out of nowhere like it just cut back to julie (laughs) she's cartwheeling (laughs) (laughs) all right um Phoebe levitates out of the way and throws fire at Julie. Julie cartwheels out of the way. Phoebe throws fire at Julie again and this time pins her against the wall before vanquishing her. Piper and Paige are very alarmed. Unlike earlier, Phoebe took great pleasure in the kill. Leo says that fire throwing is an upper level demon's power, further worrying Phoebe. Suddenly, she shimmers to the underworld. The seer is waiting and tells Phoebe that she summoned her there. Phoebe tries to vanquish her with fire, but it doesn't even scratch her. The seer tells Phoebe that Cole is the new source and needs Phoebe by his side.
1: All right, so the seer is really good in persuasion. I mean, I just love the way she was enticing her to stand by Cole. But the, the first thing she said was, you know, go ahead, and take your best shot, try and kill me. And she tries to use her power on the seer and she goes... Feels good, doesn't it? I was like, yes, bitch, (laughs) go ahead. (laughs) She wasn't even worried about dying. She wasn't worried about, I can't believe this bitch tried to kill me. It was, we know there's a killer in you. You're finally getting it. She's really good. Very good emotional (laughs) speaker there.
0: Yeah, you're right. Julie is very much like Emperor Palpatine in Star Wars. <laughs> or not Julie, sorry. She's on the screen right now. The seer <laughs> is like Emperor Palpatine in the way he's always like, give in to your hatred. And look what it did to Anakin. Anakin fell for I it.
1: I can see that. I can see that. There might be another reason to reference him again later in the what? next couple of episodes. Yep. <laughs> Don't think about it too hard, but maybe you'll catch it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) At the coronation site, the wizard attacks Cole. However, Cole has been expecting this and is easily and easily bests him. Cole tells the wizard that he knows what he really wants, his powers. Back at the apartment, the wizard is leafing through the grimoire. See, there you go. I said it. Proving that he is indeed (laughs) evil. The wizard and Cole perform a spell to transform the source's power to the wizard. The seer shimmers Phoebe into the apartment where she vanquishes the wizard before the spell is complete. Piper Page and Leo Orbin, but into their horror, Phoebe picks up the grimoire and Phoebe tells them that she's embraced her new destiny as she can touch the book. And that face that she was given those sisters. Woo! That was a look. Uh, She and Cole flame away. The seer announces to Piper and Paige and Leo that Cole is the new source and Phoebe is his queen. Piper and Paige threaten to vanquish the seer, but they cannot without the power of three. The seer shimmers out and Leo can't sense Phoebe. Piper wants to go down to stop the coronation, but they need the wizard to find it. The episode ends as Cole approaches the grimoire to take his oath with Phoebe by his side. All right, so Phoebe is now evil, as you heard earlier from the beginning of the season. Um, did you. Were you privy to any details as to why she became evil? I forgot.
0: No, all that was said to me was in season one of The New Charmed, somebody mentioned that they were pulling storylines from the original story, but throwing them all together. So because um, Macy turned evil, I figured one of the sisters in the old show turned evil, and I figured it was Phoebe, because they've been hinting at this whole good-bad storyline with her since pretty much season one.
1: Yes, they have. Yes, they have. Um, All right, so that was We're Off to See the Wizard. Sean, what did you think of today's episode?
0: Rob, this episode was so worth the wait, and I can't tell you (laughs) how happy Anthony and I were because we were getting so frustrated (laughs) with nobody catching on to Cole and him getting away with shit. We were like, if it doesn't happen in this episode, I'm not doing this podcast anymore.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. So, yeah, I will say that to me, it was a little anticlimactic for me, the way she found out. I mean, it was just so abrupt. And then she scurried out of there. They didn't even have this confrontation of how dare you, because the next time they saw each other, she was evil, you know? Yeah. And the whole graveyard scene that we got from way back when the seer, quote unquote, tricked her them and to Cole being found out that was an epic scene and she about passed the fuck out when that happened so it sucks we didn't get that kind of thing and we also maybe we will in the next episode but no actually we won't because she's evil but we didn't really get a moment of you guys are right all along I am so sorry I should not have been a total bitch We didn't get any of that, you know? So it sucks, but yes, I'm glad that it's finally out and everybody knows and then we can finally deal with it.
0: Yeah, and actually it was funny because this is the first time Anthony was like, do you have to wait until next week to watch the next episode? (laughs)
1: Um, Okay, so some notes that we have here uh, for this episode. This is the fourth episode in which Phoebe is evil. This is one of the few episodes where... All three sisters were able to use their primary and secondary powers in one episode. In this episode, Phoebe does gain fire and throwing as a result of her pregnancy and turning evil. It was also the same power as mentioned about her past life, Russell. Um, And lastly, the title of this episode is a reference to one of the most memorable songs of The Wizard of Oz back in 1939.
0: That movie's almost as old as you.
1: <laughs> not quite. <laughs> Alright, Sean, let's do some men judging. It's time for Hot Man Meter. Yay. It's Alright, Charmies, let's see if anybody makes it on you guys' list. Sean, what do you think about our wizard? our um Armin Shimmerman.
0: Um, I'm not into hyena chow, thank you, Rob.
1: You're horrible. I can't with the ears. But good for him. (laughs) I'm going to pass on him today. Uh, How about our spiky-haired dark priest, Michael Desbar, Barris? He
0: does not make my list.
1: Okay, he does not make mine either. But I will say that the replacement dark priest was giving me heavy (laughs) <laughs> dilf and daddy zaddy vibes this man was handsome as shit i yeah i i don't know i was digging the second priest if you remember what he looks like this one is played by Osman Soykot.
0: i don't remember
1: then we have uh the two demon guards from the beginning we have deo aid As Demon Guard number one, and Jeff Henry as Demon Guard number two. I think one of them was long haired. Another one was a black fellow, if you remember the two that accompanied the source around all the time. Do Um, any of them make your list today?
0: I'm sorry, but they do not make my list today.
1: Yeah, today didn't really have the hot guys to um, penetrate my list. So (laughs) we're going to pass, but that doesn't mean Um. that you guys have to. Do any of these men make your list? I want you guys to keep it updated because guess what? We have three more episodes left, and then I will ask for those lists to be sent to us so we can make one big, charming list for season four. Yep. All right, Sean, so we didn't get a hot man for our list, but what about MVP? Who gets the trophy? Um,
0: I wasn't sure for a little while, but... I am gonna give it to Phoebe because she really went through the ringer with the whole telling her sisters about the baby, getting the powers, um, you know, figuring out about Cole, and making that decision. Which we don't love the decision, but what else is she supposed to do? She's pregnant with his baby, and she wants to stand by her man.
1: Very good. No, that makes sense. Phoebe did definitely go through a lot mvp though as short as her part was in this uh episode i'm giving it to the seer Mm. i just again am just so impressed on how well she has been on choreographing everything that's been going on and even missing for two to three episodes she still has her finger in the bowl Um, sending Julie brilliant and just again her way of persuasion with Phoebe towards the end so um, yeah my MVP for this episode goes to the seer again
0: oh and we didn't talk about it real quick I did catch on to Phoebe being persuaded by the baby but I've also seen that idea in like Twilight Um, the baby talks to her when she's pregnant and also Mm -hmm. in the flash so I've seen that idea and other things so I think that's the only reason why I caught on
1: very good. Very Do you do you like that for charmed? I mean, I mean, does it make sense for the show to have that kind of link? I like Cole it. Maybe
0: because if you told me that this is the way Phoebe was going to turn evil just willingly going with Cole cuz I always thought like Cole was going to be killed by the sisters or something was going to happen to him, but I didn't foresee like her just willingly going with him. So the way it played out, like her needing to protect the baby, but also being persuaded by the baby at the same time, like I couldn't see her willingly turning evil any other way.
1: Okay, very good. Well, I'm glad you like it because, you know, this could have gone any other way, right? Right. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so next week on Charmed is Long Live the Queen.
0: I think that... I'm gonna be a guest star in it because it's named after me. No, <laughs> um, I think it's gonna be a Phoebe centric episode again, and we're gonna see what it looks like to have Phoebe being in charge with Cole. And I would even—I'm just gonna make a bold statement. I think the Seer is gonna get killed. I think Phoebe might kill the Seer.
1: This is it. Okay. All right. Um, I don't remember exactly what happens in this particular episode, but you are definitely on the right track. I will say that in this next episode, Phoebe is definitely wrestling with some shit and it will bring for a great conversation on this with you next week. So I am very excited to watch this next episode and to talk to you about it. Uh, Before we take off, I just want to say that as this episode is being posted, the very next day is June 1st, Pride Month. We have made it to another Pride Month. So happy Pride Month, Sean, of 2020.
0: (laughs) Thank you, Rob. And to help celebrate Pride Month, I have an announcement, too. If you go to Etsy.com and search for the store magic havoc all one word havoc is h-a-v-o-k you will find that i have buttons up for sale including a lot of um gay-centric ones along with brunch with the Hollowell buttons including a vanquish button so check them out
1: and i have seen these buttons and let me tell you they are so good so you definitely do check them out uh Please remember that we have our Patreon page, uh, patreon.com slash bwthpodcast. Uh, Those who have joined under the specific tier will receive a button of their choice. And I know of a few of them in the attic right now who are going to get some. So just keep a lookout for some photographs to pop up so you can choose which buttons you would like. And yes, again, some of these are going to be... purchased by me i yeah they're really cool so definitely check them out sean give them that link again
0: it's etsy.com and then magic havoc all one word
1: perfect all right well that is gonna do it for our show today we want to thank everyone for listening once again and um yeah we are gonna come back next week with another episode we're almost done with season four and uh yeah Sean, say goodbye to the folks.
0: Goodbye to the folks.